dangers untold and hardships unnumbered, I have fought my way here to Pisces, beyond the Black Lake, to prove myself worthy, for my will as strong as any, my prowess as great, to tell what happened last time on the incorrigible party. He hands you two mugs. Bryn puts one mug to her lips and uh, leans over the side and pours one out for Gozer. Just pours it on the ground. Well, I don't care about the towers anymore. I want to go get this flower. Almost literally like as if you're like moving from it and almost like trying to outrun it. Just, it just, these dark clouds just filling the sky and just torrential rains uh, in in this, this storm as it's approaching the city of Pisces. Everyone starts clapping. Bryn starts. <laughs> Bryn starts singing one of the Wood Elf songs. Um, I'm not gonna give an example. How's that go? It, no. Yeah, what's that sound like? No, I won't give you a taste. It's in Elfish, so you wouldn't understand. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't get you it. You wouldn't understand Elfish. Tonight, we drink to King Gozer. May she finally be at peace with the orc warriors who fell before her. Hear, hear! And remember, as the adventure continues, should you need me, yes, should you need me. So, Bryn, you, you, of course, only needing your four-hour trance, you, you kind of you finish it and are free to walk uh, kind of back out of your room, down into the Jack Deal, as it is the, the following morning after... You guys kind of settle in, and we're trying to basically wait out this this storm that had hit land. And uh, as you kind of walk down uh, the set of stairs, you you find the the Jack Teal completely deserted. Just kind of the the only sound you can really hear is the, the harsh like rattling of of the rain against the uh, the inn's windows, just filling the the silence of this empty bar. The the rattling that was quickly drowned out by what by now must be kind of this this familiar buzzing as again this this wasp that kind of flits by your ear and lands on your neck and stings you oh it bites me this time it gets you this time yeah and suddenly the the front door of the bar it blasts open this gust of wind kind of blowing in torrents of of rainfall and siari appears at the threshold what she she smiles at you Kind of extends both of her hands out in front of her, you know, palms up towards the ceiling. The the strands of seaweed that hang from her body they they slip away and fall to the tavern floor, like almost as if she's like shedding this this coat of skin. Before they hit the ground, they become translucent and they just like fade from existence. She walks towards you, hands still held out. You see, though, that she's still covered in, in the black slime, uh, like she has been the last two times you, you've seen her. Okay. She now is standing right before you. She kind of reaches down and grabs your, your right hand, taking it in both of hers. And you form this fist, and clenched in it, you are grasping her headband. Still still smiling, she, Siari, she closes her eyes and bows her head slightly. And the headband, it, it begins to glow, giving off a, a bright white light. As it gets brighter, so does 
the light coming in from the tavern windows. As if somebody kind of has thrown open a set of curtains. The dark okay. clouds of, of the infinite storm, they, they part and the rain stops. Beams of, of sunlight add to the brilliance of, of this radiating illumination from your headband. Uh, it starts to get brighter and brighter and until you're forced to shield your eyes against it. And even with your eyes like jammed shut, the, the light is blinding through your eyelids. From your, your, your closed your closed eyes, the the light fades and it comes dark again. And you open your eyes and you find yourself in your room. Your trance kind of ended. I don't know how how do you how do you trance? You like sit there like cross legged and and I, like, hover off the ground a couple inches. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do I feel like it was real or like a dream? Well, clenched in your right hand is Ciari's headband. Okay. Still faintly glowing. Oh. And then the light just kind of fades until until it's gone. And right. you you feel power emanating from it. Yeah, okay. Awesome. Wow. I don't know what to say. (laughs) (laughs) Brynn's alone. She doesn't say anything. (laughs) Well, and it is the next morning now. And so all of you uh, will benefit from from a long rest. uh, From, you know, healing any of your injuries from the Coralurn. And you are now all level six. Woo! (laughs) So as we usually do, why don't we start with... uh, Go over what you guys gained at, at level six. Uh, why don't Shaft start? At uh, six level, Rangers don't don't get a whole lot. I did uh, get some more hit points. I rolled a seven, added my con, so I get eight additional hit points, bringing me to forty-seven. I did gain a favored enemy, and it suggests in the text of the player's handbook that uh, you choose one that you've exper- had some experience with potentially, and so I picked constructs as. Uh, more most of the other ones didn't apply anyway, but I think we could sort of go that might be pretty good for a uh, favored enemy. Uh, then I do get natural explorer. I get to add another type. I had mountainous terrain before, and I get I added forest. Um, I look to see there is no hills, so I assume that's I don't either go with something else or uh, I don't know how that fits in. But anyway, I, I picked uh, forest. I don't get any more spell slots or anything else. So that's pretty much what I get at sixth level. That's boring. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. Falls Aaron. Falls Aaron. <laughs> so, as I think probably everyone knows by now, I'm multi-classed with... Uh, what? <laughs> yes. Wait. Gasp. Um, so I, I was currently at uh, fourth level wizard first level warlock i chose to go up another level in wizard so i'm now fifth level wizard i ended up uh, i'm always scared to roll hit dice so i just took the um the plus the plus four to my hit point maximum and i gain um two third level slot two third level uh spells so i chose fireball surprise fireball surprise surprise oh um, fireball i haven't heard of fireball yeah. before <laughs> bowl of flaming hot cheetos or something yeah it's just a spicy <laughs> dish <laughs> yeah and uh 
it, it really deals damage about eight to twelve hours later. <laughs> <laughs> and Lehman's Tiny Hut, I picked, which is another third level. Uh, it's an evocation spell that can be cast as a ritual. It's a cool spell. I can go over it now or, or discuss it later. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it'll come up when when you cast it. Sure. Um, and that's about it for for Falzern. Okay, Bryn. So yeah, that that beasting, eh? Uh, I'm multi-classing to druid, everybody. What? Yeah. <laughs> bum, bum. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. I guess it thematically, it kind of makes sense as a wood elf and having a druid for a best friend, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be level five rogue still and level one druid, which gives me the ability to spellcast. So I learned druidic as well which is a secret language of druids. And I get to spell cast. Um, I learn and know two cantrips. And I also know the entire list of first level spells, correct? And I prepare three a day. Right. With with two spell first level spell slots. Right. Okay, I think I got it. So, I'm new to spellcasting, and you guys will get to witness how terrible I am at it. Oh, wait, Bard, you guys saw that, so never mind. <laughs> well, you saw Not nothing, yet. but... Common. Yeah. It's common. It's common. It's <laughs> common. Uh, and did you also add your additional two hit points because of your tough feet? I got my tough feet, yeah. So, I have 58 damage max, so that's cool. That's really good, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. And CRA's headband serving as this druidic focus is my focus correct will it always glow or no that would be obnoxious that would be cool it's not always glowing it it may it may glow when you're casting when you're using oh that'd be cool i picture like this really gross adidas sweatband like (laughs) just kidding (laughs) (laughs) it's probably more uh twigs and berries style but yeah like a like a wreath yeah. Like a crown of yeah, thorns? Yeah, like nature. <laughs> no, no thorns. And finally, Shakara. I mean, you kind of came in at, at level six. You were able to, you built Shakara at level six. But maybe yes. um, since this is our first paladin on the on the main show here, why don't you maybe go over some of the highlights for us? Well, first off, since I'm a dragonborn, I have fire breath. So I can shoot out a five foot wide by 30 foot long thing of fire i wanted to say like like a sheath of fire but that didn't make any sense i couldn't think of a better word like a spout of fire that works a column. um and i'm also huh? <laughs> column yeah a column of fire i said column, column. but yeah that's, that's column. not what he said better. um i'm also resistant to fire and i am um immune to disease oh wow um as a paladin, I am. Uh, I took the Oath of the Ancients, and I took the protection fighting style. So if somebody within five feet of me is getting attacked, I can impose disadvantage with my shield on that attack. Um, and I'm also a heavy armor master. So any bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing damage is automatically reduced by three. Um, as a paladin, I have divine sense, so I can open my senses to feel if there's any fae or a fiend or celestial or undead around me oh so you feel me range. all the time nice aren't i fae? are you no i'm no. not fae no what man okay 
Faye would be more like um, Isabella, I think. Yeah. 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 Like Isabella and Erica are, are Faye creatures. Oh, I thought I was a Faye. <laughs> I can lay on hands, so I have this pool of healing within me. Um, and since I'm sixth level, I have 30 hit points that I can deal out as I see fit by touching somebody. I can divine smite, so I can uh, call upon my oath of the ancients, whatever, and add extra damage to my hits if I want to. At sixth level, I think it was, I got an extra attack, so I can attack twice on my turn. I also have the aura of protection, so if anybody within 10 feet of me gets a, a bonus four to any save saving throws. That's just static all the time? Yep. That's awesome. We're counting on you to remember that. <laughs> yeah, I'll try and remind you, too. And uh, it's 10 feet, you said? Yeah, anybody within 10 feet gets an extra four. Just hang out with her, Mr. Squishy. Saving throws. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because I'm going to be up front fighting. You're front line. Yeah, you're not going to be one of the front line with me, no. But also, Oath of the Ancients, I can channel divinity, which means I can do either Nature's Wrath or Turn the Faithless. And Nature's Wrath is pretty cool and probably the only one I will use. I can invoke primeval forces to ensnare a foe. I can cause spectral vines to spring up and reach a creature within 10 feet of me that I can see. Um, and that creature has to do a, a strength or dexterity saving throw or be restrained. So, it's pretty much just hold somebody in place, potentially. Oh, that sounds like my entangled. Yeah. Basically, yeah, much. vines and stuff come up. Yeah. But I can only do that once per long rest. Oh, it's not like a spell slot. Cool. Yeah. And I do have some spells. I have uh, four first level spell slots and two second level spell slots. So I can like cure wounds and that kind of stuff. But my divine smite takes spell slots. So I probably will be smiting more than curing. So keep that in mind. I can heal, but I am not a healer. Right. You can lay on hands, but you're going to be using your spell slots to I can heal now. probably more. If I prepare it, I can heal. And, most importantly, I can find Steed. I can summon a warhorse, my little friend, well, big friend, Buttercup. who I've named Buttercup. Aw, how did you know? Because <laughs> he actually listened to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you walked that's, right into that. That's one. One, way to, that's one way to out yourself, I guess. How <laughs> <laughs> have known? In, in Elena's defense, we didn't have a whole lot of time to listen to it today. That's true, yeah. In Leela's defense, he's been really busy doing lots of stuff. Absolutely. It's been a busy week. Um, yeah, that's exciting. It's going to be cool to have Buttercup around. I'm going to yeah. look like a fool a lot more now, though. I mean, I now that you're a spellcaster. Yeah. Welcome to spellcasting. I feel. Enjoy your stay. Like a fish out of water. I just want two levels. I just want to be an animal. <laughs> <laughs> I it for- is fun. I forget, Em, did you say you can um, uh, cure d- cure diseases or curses or something like that? I can with my lay on hands. I also have um, a lesser restoration spell. But lay on hands lets me, um, if I expend five hit points from my pool of healing, I can cure one disease or neutralize one poison. Oh, I see. That's how it works. Okay. that's That can be pretty handy like would it, bl- blue rot would count yeah would it count that, right that's what i didn't know I would, yeah it was a disease so I would think it was so. yeah that's right yeah what? that's very handy where have you been well, i know gozer needed shakara but shakara couldn't exist without 
No Gozer. Gozer. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Well, that. the next the next goblin sidekick I give you guys won't <laughs> succumb to terrible, horrible boils exploding all over his body. Yeah. Yeah, don't even talk to us about Brenda leveling up leveling up. That's just garbage. <laughs> no one needs to hear. Well, he is stealing a fifth of your HP from, or uh, yeah, XP from every uh, encounter. So, oh, I think Brendel needs to die. I think we're gonna, I think I we're gonna try. I think we're gonna kill him. Everybody off. got pissed off at me. I, I wouldn't get pissed off you. Uh, well, Emily, Emily wouldn't, wouldn't get but off Shikara, yeah. <laughs> Shikara might be a little. Let's sad. just off him. That's a good deed, really. <laughs> like honestly, <laughs> just put everybody out of their misery. Oh man. Okay, excellent. So. Power level creep, meeting baddies, power level creeps, bada bing, bada boom. Everyone has more fun. All right, next morning, what is everybody doing? Uh, I think I'll get up, and I'll I have quite a bit of a headache, because, you know, I was drinking some of that alebender beer, but uh, then we switched over to that piss water stuff, so, you know, the old saying, alebender, you know, and then... Uh, after yeah, you drink the piss water, you're going to be sick. So I, I really don't feel too well. My eyes sort of hurt in the sun. But I'm going to come down and sit at the bar and uh, just wait for everybody to come down and go, okay, where's this uh, Shakara girl or whatever? Let's, let's get, go get her up. Ugh, God, my head hurts. I would have come down as well. I think I'm probably feeling similar, but not quite as bad. Falzern usually has a bit of restraint when it comes to gulping down ales um are there people around no it's it's fairly empty uh maybe a few people in similar condition as you guys you know having spent the night there and being up for maybe a little bit of a bit of the hair of the dog to try to <laughs> cure what ails them okay but other than that no it's it's pretty quiet is shikara around still in her room sleeping she is okay i don't know where shikara is shaft you i think you're you're gonna have to tough out this headache for a little while. Maybe is the storm still going? Sorry, is the storm still going? The storm has ceased. You do you see that there is sunlight filtering through the windows of the tavern? Okay, sorry. Oh yeah. Sorry, Bill. Where's okay. Where's Bryn? Where am I? Am I by you guys? Hi guys. Falzerin. Um, I'm pretty becomes, perky this morning. Falzerin becomes visibly more upbeat and cheerful when he notices that there's sunlight outside. Hey, hey, Falzerin, check this out. And Bryn, like, she's wearing a headband, so you guys can see the headband that she's wearing. And she just, like, stretches out her hand, and she uh, uses Produce Flame cantrip. And she's got, like, this ball of fire in her hand. What? What is she this, ra- Bryn? She puts it right in Shaft's face. It's really bright light. Oh, dear God, put that thing away. <laughs> Sweet, what eh? The... Are you sure you know how to use uh, that? I don't know. So I start, like, tossing it between my hands, like, little ball of flame. Did you teach her something she just really doesn't need to know there, Falzer? I am completely innocent. I know, this is pretty sweet though, right? I mean... I'm so happy uh, right now. I do like fire, Bryn. I just... I hope you're careful with that. Alright, I put it out. (laughs) Okay, Shakara comes down and she looks about the way that Shaft feels. Had a few way too many drinks last night. And uh, through the open door, uh, Brendel actually walks in. And he comes in and meets you and gives you guys a wave and sits down at the table with you. Hey, Brendel. Hello. Yeah. How you feeling? Good, hey. good morning, all. Uh, s- some of you don't look look all that great. No, don't talk so loud. Y- yes, it's been 
It was a, a long night last night. <sighs> guys, the ale was great, oh, though. Oh, Don't, sh- guys. Oh, dear Stop. God. The ale, he, like, it was good. Ugh. What kind of piss water were you drinking, Shaft? I, I think some shepherd's pie might might help everyone out. <laughs> yes, some food would be quite nice. I'll, um, I guess I could eat something. <laughs> sure, and uh, you guys are, are helped. You can order <laughs> order whatever you like. <laughs> the old tavern eating. <laughs> I would like to take my fork <laughs> and knife and cut the shepherd's pie. What's everybody Why else going to do? Why are you cutting it with a knife? What kind of pie is this? It's a little crusty. <laughs> no, I think I think we'll eat, and then I'll I'll say, hey, uh, Shekhar, are we going to be uh, heading over to see your buddy Campbell this morning? I really want to get a move on. Yes, he would be expecting us. Well, me. Yeah, they know he knows something about this gooey stuff. You said he has been looking into it for a while. That is why I was out yesterday to get more ingredients for him. Yeah, we should definitely look into solving this black stuff. Like, let's go. This, this seems like there's something very sinister going on. I don't remember everything you said last night because I was a little out of it, but didn't you say you went to the, the same cave that we went to and saw all this black junk in the water, right? Yes, there was a lake that was full of the black and then I followed it up to another cave that was clear. It was clean, clean water, and I followed that through there, through the mountain, for a while. I was trying to find some cultists that I had seen go into the lake, but I did not see them again. Cultists. These cultists had captured. Did you say it was a halfling, a, or a dwarf? A dwarf. A dwarf. And he had one of those things on his face like we took off of your friend on the beach. They dragged him under the water and came back out without him. Oh, like the thing I had to dive inside of and get burned to save your butt falls are in. Yeah, but only a small one. You dove inside one? A big mama one, yeah. Wow. It was pretty scary and Falzerin's pretty lucky to have a friend like me, right Falzerin? It does sound like he is. That was uh, very heroic of you, Brandon. I'm, I appreciate it. I'm thankful. Well, the ale helped me get over it. Plus, I can do this. I need to stretch my hand out, and I've got oh, oh, produ- oh, okay. produce flame again. Okay. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, right. How Brendel, did you are you impressed? That? Come on. My, my, my goodness. Yes. This will never go wrong. Pyromania <laughs> probably runs in her family. Well, I mean, you guys probably won't believe me, but I mean, you remember how weepy and crabby I've been. Uh, I hadn't noticed, actually. Yeah. Uh, so Siari came and saw me. Who is Siari? I thought she had passed away. Yeah, yeah. she's been dead, but... You had a dead friend visit you? Yeah, so she came to visit me in a, a few different visions uh, at key times, one of them being right before we saw Erica at the house, remember that? And, uh... She was covered in the black goo and pointing to the storm and basically encouraging me and it, it, it really intrigued me into like solving this problem. So I'm very I'm very invested and interested in solving this black goo and uh, protecting nature for her. My friend Ciari, she was a druid, so I don't know, she came she came to me last night and she gave me this. I point at my headband that I'm wearing. 
And uh, now it seems like I can cast magic. May I see the headband? Uh... No. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Bryn would say no. What is this magic you have power over now, Bryn? Are these, these are spells you're casting? Well, I'm guessing, from what I can tell, this is like my spell casting focus. This headband was glowing when she gave it to me, but, um... I, I don't know, I feel like I need to mess around with it a little bit to see what I'm really capable of, but but she was a druid, so I think that I have some of her druid abilities now. Ah, I see. Yeah. That's very interesting. It is pretty cool, and I, like, put the fire closer to Falzerin's face. I do have an affinity for fire, Bran. I know you do. <laughs> well, that's, that's quite so, the revelation. Well, yeah, I'm definitely interested in uh, making sure you get your stuff to Campbell, because... We need to solve this black slime, and we need to protect nature. I mean, I'm feeling very strongly about this since Ciari came to me all the way from the other side to warn me about about this stuff. Well, are we ready to go see Campbell then? Yeah, yeah I sort of push half of my shepherd's pie up. I, don't, I can't eat anymore. I jump off the... the You're not going to eat that? No, you want it? Yeah, I'll finish it. All right. Well, bring it with you. It's I don't. We're it's. I got to go outside for a minute. Three bites. I'm done. Oh man, teenagers are always so hungry. So hard to feed. If uh, if if we if we may pause for one second, uh, Falzer, can can I speak to you in in private? Sure. No problem. Are you kicking us off mics already? Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I I I got to go outside. You guys want me to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> Brendel could pull you maybe back up to his room. For, for a quick chat. Now, I mean, Falzern, what, 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 what are our plans now? I mean, surely we could we could go speak to this Campbell, as I'm quite interested in, in why his potions were, were faulty, uh, just as much as the rest of you. But like I say, I mean, I, I, I'm here on the mainland for for a reason. I, we, I, we have to find find the Tritons. I'm desperate. Heracleon desperately needs their help. <sighs> I'm feeling very torn, Brendel. I mean, how how urgent do you think this is? Well, uh, urgent enough to, to send and send myself as as, a, as an emissary. It, surely, it's, the elders of Heraclion believe it may be a shot in the dark, but it's it's all that it's all that we have. It's all that we can do. I mean, if this if this impending evil is is as powerful as as the elders predicted is, uh, surely any chance. That we have, we we must take. Well, Brendel, I, we don't know a whole lot about where the, the you know this this danger that the elders are worried about, where it's coming from, and and who's responsible for it. I, I wonder, could it be related to what Erica has been dabbling around with? In which case, maybe we've solved the problem already. Um, that the storm is gone. I. I'm hoping Erica was crushed in that coral. Another possibility is maybe it's related to Samuel Coltis, whatever he's up to with these towers. I don't know. You're saying they they want me to come back to Heracleon? No, I th- I think they just they just want more information. Is uh, again, I may have made one or two of them aware of some of your your ties. 
to to your to your friend and um they they just more information uh perhaps they could share something with the tritons or the tritons could share something with us and i and see we, we could help each other possibly uh, i believe we're all on the same side here it's all in our everyone's best interest to to pursue this yeah that's a valid point if if there is some impending evil that's bringing doom to this realm the tritons likely are aware of it and would be willing to lend aid i'm just a bit weary of of telling the rest of these folks i'm traveling with about all that information i mean i i suppose i could i'm usually not very forthcoming with that sort of thing what harm do you think could come of telling them i suppose if if we stand to benefit from talking to the tritons whether it be through information or actually their aid i don't see much of a downside to letting the cat out of the bag perhaps we the five of us don't need to personally speak to the tritons perhaps maybe someone more qualified from heraklion could be this this messenger this they just need to know where and to whom to send the message would i know how to get into i don't i don't know if we've ever no we haven't really spoken about that i think you would you certainly would have a, like a general idea. Obviously, you wouldn't know exactly where the Tritons like live, because I mean, one, you do know that they live under the water, right? As they are an aquatic race, but it's not like you have you know a roadmap to to Kuros's front door, so you can go give them right. a knock and say hello, kind of thing. So you would have more of a general direction. But as far as specific ways where you could get in contact with Kuros. Uh, no, you wouldn't have anything like you wouldn't have anything special or, or something like. I mean, I imagine you probably you haven't seen him since he saved you basically and took that took a liking to you, really. But I mean, that's up to you though. If you want to say that you you know have some type of minimal contact with him throughout the years, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, it was quite a few years ago, and Falzern is very inquisitive. Right. So I think maybe he would have tried to make contact with him in the time that's gone by and probably was successful at least on one occasion and perhaps came to some agreement that if he needed to contact them you know there'd be a place he could go underwater to where he'd eventually find one of them yeah that makes sense like i guess like yeah. a, like a dead drop place kind of where you right, could like right. leave something for him and that gets checked periodically and you know that that we want to meet so, so Brendel, I, I suppose I do, you know, I've, I've got a way of, of letting them know that I need to contact them. Do you have someone trustworthy in mind that could, that I think we'd be able to trust to access their civilization? Or I wonder if this is something I should do myself. It would mean traveling if I were to do it myself over to the location in in the sea where I can contact them. Right, right. Well, well, I mean, I personally have no deeply personal ties to, to any of the elders, as you know, you, you, are, you are well aware. I don't know if perhaps you feel differently about a, a particular individual yourself, but I mean, we, we grew up with them. We, we, we know them. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, really, it, it is your, I will leave it up to you. Yeah, I've never felt 
overly welcomed by by a good chunk of them to be honest brendel i think there are certain things we don't see eye to eye on the elders and i (sighs) well perhaps do you trust me to go i would yeah if if you're willing to to make the journey and you want to part ways with us i mean i guess that's that might be the safest option. You're the person, certainly, I trust more than anyone else that I know, Brendel. Ah, and I, and I, you, my friend, I, I, I am certainly not. I'm not uh, excited to 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 leave your company so quickly. Uh, as I mean, we've only just reunited. But if 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 this is what needs needs to happen, I mean, I I am I am willing. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I, I hate to part ways. I'm just... It, it feels like a big piece of information to that I wouldn't want to let slip into the wrong hands. Being able to get in touch with the Tritons is something I I don't take lightly. And uh, I, I don't think they they as a civilization, civilization want just anyone being able to find them. Oh, I... I certainly agree with that. If if the, if the wrong forces knew where they could be found, uh, it could be devastating. Yes. Since Brendel and I have been reunited here this past little while, has there been anything that's has happened in passing, just in normal conversations, where he's mentioned something that would give me indication that he has knowledge of something that Brendel would know, but someone else wouldn't know? Like if they were impersonating, if someone were impersonating Brendel. Right, right, right. You, like, I mean, do you have something specific? I mean, he he's able to name uh, people that you both grew up with and, and learned with, right? And, you're, I mean, just Memnarch uh, being one of them. Um, right, that's he true. He certainly knows uh, the names of all of the elders in Heracleon. Yeah, okay. Is there something maybe specific you want to ask him? No, no, I think that's that suffices um, to for me to be convinced that this is an imposter, isn't an imposter posing as Brendel. So yeah, in that case, um, I think Falzern would would basically Brendel be the only person he would trust to do this. I think he doesn't want to give this information away of this secret spot where you can go to get in touch with the Tritons. Okay. Well, perhaps. Perhaps uh, such a decision does not need to be made right now. I mean, we do have quite a few things going on. I've just lost Gozer, and now this new this new person, and and this whole Campbell business. I certainly, we don't need to rush anything. But I mean, time is still of the essence. I I I don't know. I I feel like there is no good decision to be made here. I know we're certainly. A lot has happened in the past few days. It's it's been pretty overwhelming, um, and I'd hate to part ways with with you, Brendel, being, you know, my best friend, and and I'm here with these other people I've just met within the past few weeks. It's been nice having you around. Why don't you think on it for some time, and I'll leave I'll leave the decision up to you. I trust you if you want to be the person who goes, but I understand if. If you want to wait for a more opportune time, so do you tell you give him the information, or are you 
like going to wait until he's like, okay, I, I'm, I think I'm ready to go. And then you have another conversation. I think I would say, I think I would tell Brendel that whenever he's, whenever he decides or if he decides that he'd like to go, I'll, I'll give At that him... time you can have another conversation. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So you two kind of head back down and into, into the tavern. Okay, so what are what are the rest of you doing? I'm I'm outside of the Jack deal, sort of shade my eyes a little bit and uh, waiting for the others to come out. I'm going to finish scarfing down Shaft's shepherd's pie. Are there are there people walking around? Yeah, there are. There are. Is Brynner allowed to have tried to like eavesdrop? Unbelievable. I'm just saying she would. You absolutely can. <laughs> <laughs> so Shaft has gone outside. You are, I assume, still sitting with Shakara. So you see Falzern and Brendel kind of walk back up the stairs to to uh, to one of their rooms. And so, so Bryn, what do you say to Shakara? She's there shoveling shepherd's pie into her <laughs> into her <laughs> maw. Um, I'm assuming the room I stayed in last night was kind of back the same way. Yeah, all the rooms are up on the second. I floor. just say, uh, "Hey, Shakara, I think I forgot." something in my room i'm gonna go back and and check real quick okay nom, 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 nom. falls are in cast leoman's tiny hut <laughs> <laughs> retroactively yeah <laughs> you're not allowed to know that i'm doing this get off the mic i know i'm just kidding, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay so you you go up the stairs and and follow them so why don't you make a stealth check sure no, because I get um, advantage on stealth. Oh. The first die she rolled was a one. Okay, so my stealth is 23. DC level 30. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, you're able to get up the stairs and, and kind of follow behind them. You see them enter Brendel's room. Okay. And you kind of creep up to the door and, and you pressing your ear against yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I was picturing. Yep. Okay, and you are able to overhear their conversation. The whole thing. It's, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you right now, Brian. I should have said this before you had it, so you didn't have to repeat it to me. That's fine. Uh, well, I'll inform you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to do anything with that info, I don't think. I don't think I'm going to tell them. I don't trust Shikari yet, and Shaft annoys the crap out of me, so... <laughs> Okay, well, and so, and, and Bryn, as you are kind of creeping, you kind of hear them wrapping up and you creep back down the, the hall. Would you want to try to get back downstairs or do you want to maybe retreat to your room? Because they're coming very quickly. You're, I would say your your room is closer than the foot, the head of the stairs. Yeah, I would go to the room and appear as though I'm looking for something that I forgot or left. Okay, so you like, slip you know, back into open a drawer, room. yeah. If they were to find me, yeah. Yeah, Brendel and Falzer and they okay, come out and you hear them. You hear a door kind of close and uh, you hear footsteps kind of leading back down towards the tavern. I'll wait like a respectable 30 seconds or whatever and follow them back. Okay. After. Brendel and Falzerin, as you are coming back down the stairs again, you now just see Shakara seated at the table. But you also pass a, a, a human going up the stairs, probably to one of his own rooms. And Bryn, as you exit your room, you see this man coming down the hallway. And Bill, I'll kick you off, Mike. 
Okay. What? <laughs> oh, man. What? <laughs> happening? You had too much time to prepare all this. With I had too off. much time. <laughs> uh, so, Brent, you just see this this human. He looks very clean, clean shaven, you know, like trimmed and, and proper. Um, he is wearing a, a, a plain kind of set of, of leather armor, but it does... It looks like it's brand new, though. Like, it's not um, decorative or flashy at all. And, and so when he sees you as you're exiting your room, the, the man pauses and he kind of looks at you and nods his head and says, Hello, uh, excuse me, pardon me for, for bothering you, but uh, are you are you Bryn? Who's asking? Ah, uh, well, uh, I'm Frederick Boddington, uh... I believe you know uh, a mutual acquaintance uh, of ours named Shaft. Uh, y- yeah. Uh, I first I spoke to him in, in Port Randis, and uh, he told me that he would would perform a, an errand for me, and, and in exchange, there uh, a cache of magical items that you all could help yourselves to. Oh, so Shaft was telling the truth for once. You do exist. Oh, yes, I, I in fact do exist. Uh, tell me, were, were you successful? Uh, uh, do I owe payment at all? Uh, uh, we have not been successful in finding any magical items. And uh, I've been quite ticked at Shaft, to be honest. Well, have you have you made it to the, the source of the, the slime? Well, see, that's the problem. We're not quite sure that we were looking in the right place. He wasn't real specific. Not to say that you weren't, Mr. Boddington. Um... Shaft is kind of a, yeah, sleazy guy. Oh my, I, I am regretting maybe not speaking to you instead. Well, per- perhaps I can give you the information that I, the, I gave to Shaft, and maybe it will be more of a help in your hands. Sure. Oh, I'll, d- I'll take any information you've got. Magical items sound good to me. Well, in the the the, the tunnel that, that contains the the dam, uh. Before it was backed up and, and flooded, there there are there are many branching passageways off of that that main tunnel that the river flows through. And, well, uh, I will admit in my past and my my youth, I partake in less than above board practices myself, and there may no judgment here. I have acquired some some contraband from from my past that I stowed away. Uh, in hopes that, you know, once the, the heat dies down, uh, as <laughs> in the business we often say. <laughs> I know what you're saying. That they could be put put to use. Un- unfortunately, the the years they, they, they pass and people change. I, I changed and, well, I myself have no use for them. I, I, my main interest is for the good of, of Port Randis and clearing up this this river problem so i don't know how or or if it's even possible to 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 get through one of these these tunnels and find one of my hidden uh caches but do you remember which tunnel or like any specific directions uh yes there is one in one in particular on on the the north side of of this tunnel kind of the the opposite end of where the the dam is located there's there is a tunnel right near the the entrance, the northern entrance. Okay. 
And uh, actually, Bryn, you and Shaft, you had scouted that uh, opening, and you do recall seeing a flooded uh, additional passageway. So we saw it, but it was like the water level was high enough that we couldn't walk there, right? Like you'd need That's a boat right. type thing. Yes. So yeah. who even knows where these items are till we fix the water level? So Mr. Boddington, is there is there something you want in return, or just just to solve this black slime problem? And yes, as I, as I said, Port Port Randis is my 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 main concern. As as I was the one that posted that job on on the board, I am willing to oh. pay. I, I I do now though. Realize since posting it that the the job is is quite dangerous, uh, much more so than I had first anticipated. As you are not the first party to set out upon it and not return to Port Randis, I I did fear the worst. I am so very very glad that I could track you down here. Yeah, well, uh, I'm glad that you found me, um, because. I think, to be honest, I'm not quite sure that Shaft is interested in completing your task, Mr. Boddington. I'm definitely invested in solving this this slime and, and goo problem. I mean, the magical items are definitely payment enough in my eyes, but is, is there anything else you could give me as incentive that maybe I could offer to Shaft to keep him on course, you know, so that we can continue this mission? Well, uh, I am certainly willing to, 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 to up the... the gold the monetary reward uh sure i i forget what the original reward was anyway well it, it was set at a hundred and fifty gold pieces for completion but as i said i have come to realize that that compensation may not be quite enough incentive for such a a dangerous and arduous task i, I am certainly willing to to, to offer upwards of 500 gold pieces for completion and, of, of course, should you recover any of these old caches that may still be intact after the, the flooding, water damage not pertaining, you are free, of course, to, 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 to keep anything that you find. Great. I'm drawing a blank on what was offered to us finding that flower that Shaft seems so into. Um, well, you didn't actually settle on a exact monetary value <laughs> shaft threw around a, a value of like a hundred thousand gold pieces but that what? was never that was never confirmed by rugar the only thing that he really did solidify was of course uh drinks for life free drinks for life at the ale benders inn but rugar did promise to reward you quite well right hmm dang it's gonna be hard to convince shaft to to do this Okay. Alright, that's all I really needed reminding of. Okay, Frederick, well, uh... I mean, if... I'm glad you trusted coming to me, and, uh... And I just have to go back and try to get Shaft on, on our side. I think... I think the other two will, uh... Will want to tackle this problem with me and... And protect Port Randis from this black slime. I... I, I do appreciate it. Uh, and, and for what it's worth... Uh... Shaft did speak quite highly of you when he and I conversed. Uh, in fact, it was one of the main reasons that I offered the additional goods to him and you, by extension. Oh, that's nice of him. Huh. I wonder why he can't ever say anything nice to my face. Hmm. Well, that's Shaft. 
Alright, um, well, Mr. Uh, Boddington, I'm, uh, I'm gonna go catch up with the rest of the party, if that's okay. Uh, of course, I, I was on my way to my room. I, I'm quite thankful that I did run into you. Oh, me too. Alright, well, uh, we'll be, see we'll be seeing you again, I think. Thank you. A pleasure to make your acquaintance. Yeah, same. Alright, Sakara, so you see Brendel and Falzerin coming down the stairs. They rejoin you at, at the table. And it, Shakara's there. Shaft is outside. Where Where did Bryn go, Shakara? She said she needed to go back to her room for something. Oh. I see. I kind of look over at Brendel uh, and raise an eyebrow. All right. I guess we wait for her to come down? She should only be a minute. Okay. And uh, a couple minutes pass by and Bryn comes walking back down the stairs. Are we ready to go see Campbell now? Oh yeah, let's go. Did you get what you uh, you forgot in your room there, Bryn? Yeah, definitely. Thanks for asking. Okay. So Shaft, outside, uh, you do see now it is very bright. There is a cloud in the sky. As it seems this storm is completely dissipated. And there are quite a few people out, even for as early in the, in the morning as it is as they are all enjoying the the sun the sunshine kind of rejoicing that wow the, what what has happened what's what's going on with the storm you kind of see, hear people chattering and uh, as you're kind of waiting outside and you know a few minutes tick by and they're still haven't yet to come out um, but you do hear and see a few people they kind of run past you to like towards the direction of the docks and you kind of hear people yelling they 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 found somebody. They found someone. Okay. Does it look like there's a lot of storm damage? Did or did everything go through the storm okay? It actually does look like uh, everything is kind of intact. Seems that it was mostly rainfall, and uh, you know everything is still kind of like soaking wet. Maybe some minor flooding on on the like the dirt ground. You know on, on these these streets some large puddles and it's it's quite mucky but it is quickly drying up in in the sun okay so i sort of look open the crack the door crack and look in there and i see shakara still sitting there at the table so i shut the door and i walk out towards the uh the dock to see what everybody's uh getting on about and as you get to the docks you See, there's two two uh, two humans in Dorset salvage gear, and they kind of have they're dragging um, this this elf, and you know the elf has like both both arms slung around each of their necks, you know, as they're trying to help him, and he's kind of just stepping, and the elf is is like soaked to the bone, and he kind of looks a, a little dazed as uh, the the salvage crew kind of gets him up onto the, the, the like this wooden gangplank of, of the main dock section you know people are kind of gathering around and they kind of let him go and he kind of slumps to his knees and is just kind of sitting there and catching his breath I'm going to work my way up through the crowd sort of by everybody's knees and, and try to get a good look and first off do I notice or do I recognize this elf no no I don't think so he maybe you've seen him like in Pisces, uh, like possibly at the Jacked Eel, maybe. But, but nobody, nobody I know. No, no. Specifically. Okay. Did, does he have any distinguishing features or anything like wearing something that would be 
uh, I would recognize what kind of individual, like, you know, a paladin's occultist uh, garb or something to that effect. Is there just indescript? No, he's he's got like a set of like studded leather armor on and you know, there's a there's a sword kind of at his side and he's got a, a bag. You see like the the strap of a bag kind of across his chest as it's set all around around his back. But other than that, no, nothing no like distinguishing marks or anything like that. And he's just kinda catching his breath. He's, oh, hello people. Huh Oh I I'm so glad you all survived the the, the last of this this infinite storm uh, it's uh oh I have quite a tale you know people are kind of yelling like who is this what, what happened to this man and one of the the salvage crews they say well uh, we, we found him found him washed up on the shore it was a miracle he's he made it oh yes yes good sir <laughs> thank you thank you both so much oh, I I've I've been I've come from the sea, uh, from the storm itself. Uh, oh, there was. I've have quite the tale for you all. I, I, I've, I just, I've, I had a, I had enough, I had enough, and I, I sailed into the storm and I loaded up my boat and put on my armor and donned my weapon and I went forth and I was determined to find the being or beings responsible for this storm and put it to an end and save this city from the the terrors of this storm has wrought for so many years and and I I was successful look at this brilliant son I was successful I it was a harrowing adventure my poor little rowboat how foolish to think a pitly rowboat could suffice but but I somehow I made it I rode in into the storm and I crested the waves and I found I found an island in the center a small island with a tiny even tinier hut and I saw the most terrible being that you could ever have laid eyes upon in that hut she was hideous I tell you and I spoke to her, I said, I am Tolstoff Melodin of Pisces, and you, you foul being, must be responsible for this, as this creature's island, the nexus of this storm, the calm of it, the eye, has all around it clear skies and no downpour, and it, she, it I do not know looked at me and it croaked and it beckoned with one finger that it would have my heart for dinner and I drew my sword and we battled a ferocious battle and I fell the beast nearly succumbing myself and from his back he kind of flips around the sack and reaches into it and he pulls out this severed arm and throws it on the ground in front of him, its skin shaft to you, a familiar blue. Or its fingers ending in these long, sharp nails, and kind of up at, at where it would meet the shoulders, this crushed section of bone and tattered and shredded flesh. This, <laughs> I severed the beast's arm, 
And from then, it, it did not stand a chance. I skewered it, took my trophy, got back in my boat, and made it to shore. Barely. As I approached land, this swell overtook my boat, and I plunged into the depths and turned all around. Didn't know up from down, left from right, but I woke up to these fine men pulling me from the sand, sputtering water, and to the dock, to now. And people all around are shouting, This is a hero! The hero! The infinite hero! And they're letting up cheers for this man, this elf. As he gets to his feet, you know, people are kind of crowding around him and, and patting him on his shoulder. And the rest of the party, you 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 exit the jacked eel and kind of see no sign of shaft, but you, you hear this commotion and are able to make your own way down to the dock. And you see, you know, this, this elf and these Dorset salvage crew have now kind of been pushed off to the side a little bit as people are surrounding him and, and cheering him and, and patting him. And that's our show. Our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. For your own musical inquiries, contact jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. All other music and ambient noise is courtesy of tabletopaudio.com. The Encouragement Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. Visit criticalhitdesign.com for all of your graphic design needs. You can find more info on the characters and world at encouragementparty.com. Enjoying the show? Have any questions or rules corrections? Email us, contact at encouragementparty.com, or reach out on social media. The Encouragement Party on Facebook and Instagram, at encouragementpar on Twitter, using the hashtag AfterPartyIP for a shout-out during our behind-the-screen after-party episodes that drop every fourth release. Happy adventuring! A darkly clad figure stands silently on a quickly muddying shore, staring into the roaring crash of the sea's waves and braving the hammering of rain droplets that soak its black, hooded robe. A fully formed deep scion ascends out of the waves, its long, writhing tentacles begin to shrink and shorten, appearing to retract into the back of its head. The thin, waifish fins protruding from its forearms fold down flat, melding into the creature's skin and becoming part of its arm. Grasped in its strong but quickly dulling claws is the ankle of a female figure. The scion's gasping mouth flaps close over its shark-like rows of jagged, deadly teeth, becoming a normal, smiling, human mouth. Good, you found her, says the human on the shore, as he rushes into the water to aid his companion. Together, they drag the figure from the water as the deep scion nods. Yes, right where the high zealot predicted she would be. Make haste, and tell him of the news. He will be quite pleased, and do not be seen by the others.